This is where they're coming to connect with you, to learn about you. It's really that quick snapshot of what it is that you do. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 20, and today we are chatting about what ingredients make up a great Instagram bio. So when we typically think about Instagram, we, I think, automatically go to perfection. So when we think about this grid, all we want to do is make sure that this curated feed is beautiful. When somebody lands on it, they're just struck by your feed, and that's all that they're going to navigate to and go with is that feed and what it looks like and that perfection. But the thing that we forget to think about is how people find us first and what we're what we're about on Instagram. So it's not just about those pretty pictures and the pretty content that you put out there. Obviously, the content is is very ideal and great. But what we need to think about too is that space up above that content and that pretty cohesive feed because that is really the space where people are going to find you and they're going to resonate with you and they're going to learn quickly about what it is that you do and offer. So throwing that perfectly, you know, perfectly curated feed out is something that we should, you know, consider when we're thinking about Instagram because it doesn't need to be these perfect squares anymore. We're kind of going away from that. You're going to people's bios um, and Instagram pages and you're seeing that they're, they've got these crazy faces on there and it kind of breaks the grid a little bit and that's totally okay because um, we're not perfect, right? So we don't need to like have this kind of perfect looking feed, so to say. So the profile is what we're talking about today. And if this is kind of a jumbled mess or super long or hard to read or like not understandable, there's chances that the person won't hang around because they're not coming to your feed to see the perfectness. They're coming to your, your feed to learn about you and what it is that you offer, whether that's a service or a product. Um, and this is where they're coming to connect with you, to learn about you. It's really that quick snapshot of what it is that you do. So we um, we just recently went to a networking event and so many folks there didn't even have business cards because their Instagram is their business card. So people were whipping out their phones and they're like, this is my Instagram handle. This is mine. This is mine. And we were like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Cause like we came with business cards and we're like, we're ready to hand these babies out. But everybody was just like, no, follow me on the gram. So, which we, is we great. love our business cards. Our business cards are super cute. Right. So we're like, whatever. And also the place had crappy service, which was like, yeah, bonus. That, here's our business exactly. card. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so note to note to self yeah, right. or note to people who don't have business cards. But the thing is, when you land on that Instagram profile, you really want to learn what that person is all about and what they offer. So that's really the big thing that we're going to be talking about today, and how important it is to have that strong Instagram profile bio. 
So we're going to start quickly with the SEO side of it, because why would we start anywhere else? So thinking about your profile in an SEO perspective, if you didn't already know, Instagram now offers you the ability to search with keywords. So you can go into that little search bar rather than searching for a hashtag or a specific account. You can just type in a a keyword. What do you want to do? What do you, who are you looking for? Um, I've started doing this personally for like local restaurants and like even just like finding businesses to work with. I'll type in copywriter or home designer or home styling or um, like Mexican restaurants or something and just see what comes up because Instagram is now going to search you with accounts based on those keywords, which also brings in location, just different people that you're related to, like different things are going to populate that algorithm. But the big thing is keywords. So go ahead, pull out your phone uh, and type in a service or an offering that you might offer or just any kind of service or offering you might be thinking about. Type it into the search bar on Instagram and then look under the account section and see who pops up. If you click through to those couple people on the accounts page, you'll likely notice that that keyword that you typed in is actually in their name. It's in that bold black font that is their Instagram name. A lot of times people are now using their name as a key, a huge keyword opportunity rather than just repeating their business. So for example, our handle is duo.collective. So our brand name is already in there. We are still repeating duo collective in our, in our name, but we don't have to. But we also add in an ad- additional keyword of duo collective marketing. We could replace it completely, say organic marketing experts and not have duo collective there at all. That would help us attract more people who are searching for organic marketing. So this can be huge. If your name, your Instagram name is your personal name, I can bet you that no one is searching for that. Um, And so you want to make sure that you're thinking about keywords in this space. So a couple things to keep in mind too as you update this and think about those words is that you only have 30 characters. So you need to be careful about which words you're selecting. Focus on your biggest and broadest thing. Don't be super niche here. And use, um, make sure that you don't change this all the time. You can only change your name twice in 14 days. So before you hit publish, double check, triple check your spelling because if it gets stuck there, you're stuck there for 14 days. So don't go too crazy. So let's break down your description then. So before we dive into different areas of what to include in your description, you have to keep these things in mind. So people like to skim. You don't ever, um, I mean, even if you just catch yourself reading things, you don't hardly ever read the full paragraph or the full thing. You like to just skim and get things in these bite-sized chunks. So when you're doing that description, just remember to not like make it this super long paragraph and have all of these things kind of jumbled together. Really make it easy for them to kind of come in and like almost bullet point it out what it is, like who you are, what you do, something fun about you, um, you know call to action, stuff like that. So really just keeping it um, these nice bite-sized chunks so they can really easily digest it. Uh, Using emojis. Emojis really help to kind of liven up the Instagram bio, make it a little fun, a little lighthearted. And sometimes these emojis can actually act as words too. So like if you have a podcast and you have the little podcast emoji, obviously they know that that's your podcast and then you can just have your podcast handle. So instead of writing out podcast or like find us here at this podcast, you can just have that little emoji and that's kind of replacing a word too um, because of that character limit that we have. 
Um, speaking of the character limit, it is 150 for a character limit. So this is going to be something, it's a little tricky to kind of play around with, but just open up a Google doc, um, Google, Google word doc and type in those things, you know, try to spell out what you want your Instagram bio to be. Um, I think there's a, there's just free resources out there. You can just jump to like keyword count. Character counter. Or yeah, character count. And then you just pop it in there and it'll let you know how many characters you have and what you have to um, either eliminate or continue to add. Um, And then using keywords. So um, we kind of touched on this briefly above, but we'll also continue to go through this. But like Abby said, when people are searching in the Instagram platform, um, they, you know, they're starting to become very much more familiar with keywords and they're pushing towards that versus hashtags. So when you're searching for that particular content, um, you're going to pop up there if you're using those keywords in your Instagram bio. So like we said, few, like how can we break this into bite-sized chunks? What bite-sized chunks should you be using? So a few different ideas to fill up that description space because it's it can feel really like natural just to plug in everything about your business and include nothing else. So we want to make sure that it's a mix. It's a mixture of your business, of you, of your personality, of what makes you unique. And we have to do all of that in 150 characters. So our first tip is to use your name somewhere. Um, we're, we've been guilty of this, of not using our names because we have two names and that takes up more characters. So it's kind of hard. We have to, you know, play off like whether or not we need those characters for something else at the time. But use your name to make personal connections. We've done this a lot where we've tried to connect with someone in their DMs and we don't know their name because it's not written anywhere and we'd have to link through to their website and then pray it's on their contact page, which that has also happened before. I've not been able to find a name on a contact page. So use your name in places because people buy from people and we really want to make that connection. The second piece of it is you can list out the second chunk, I should say, um, list out your services into big categories. So you can get a little bit more niche here, but don't get so niche because again, you have a character limit. And then if you're a product-based business, you can include your best-selling products or best-selling product categories here. This is that chunk of your profile description that is going to be the most keyword optimized piece. So if you're not really sure if that category is searched for, you can just do a little research yourself and type in copywriting and see what other keywords populate. If what else, what also populates is website copywriting or launch copywriting or creative copywriting, like maybe that's the other keyword that you add in there. So you can do a little bit of research before you actually add these words onto onto your website. And don't get too concerned about like writing full sentences. I do creative copywriting. Like just just keep it short and sweet. Keep them words and little nuggets. Separate them with commas, but don't feel like you need to be using your grammar in these spaces. And then like we said before, people buy from people. So add a little chunk in your description that talks about your personality. What's unique about you? Are you obsessed with plants? Do you like big dogs like us? Are you a whiskey drinker and you really love local, finding local um, local shops? Are you a coffee shop addict and that's where you're always working from? Go ahead and share those details and put that in your bio because people will resonate with that uh, more than you think. And finally, have a call to action. So right before your, don't just put your link there and say nothing else. Right before your link, Tell them the number one thing you want them to do. Is it to book a discovery call? Is it to buy a product? Is it to 
shop? Is it to buy a template? Is it to just follow? Like whatever it may be, you need to have a call to action in your bio that tells people what you want them to do. Because if you don't tell them what to do, chances are they're not going to do it. We are very much in just a we're in a habit loop of doing the same thing on Instagram all the time. So unless you tell us to stop and do something, we're not going to take that action. And remember too that um, making sure to update your call to action when you have specific things going on. So let's say you have a specific sale, like a Black Friday sale going on for your products, and you want to get your audience to know that and click through to that sale. Like make sure you're changing that CTA with whatever is going on in your business because then it's always relevant. It's always top of mind. You're always directing them exactly where you want. So um, that's something nice about these sections too is that you can be updating them um, based on like what's going on with your business. Yeah, we updated, we updated ours just today for our group coaching launch of the program, which now you know when we're recording this episode. Um, <laughs> and so we, we updated it for that. We'll update it if we have a new freebie. We'll update it if we're like testing out a new strategy session. If we have a specific service that we want to tout, like, hey, we really want to get some more branding clients this month, like, let's talk about our branding, like, be very specific and make that action aligned with the goal that you're going after. So there are a few other things that you should be considering when it comes to just the Instagram bio part of your profile. And one of those is the highlights section. So um, these sections, you know, I feel like when they first started, when Instagram first had them, it was just kind of a fun section to like just continually show what was going on in your life or whatever. But you can use these really strategically. So think about, um, you know, FAQs, different frequently asked questions that you get all the time. This is a good space for that. Um, the services that you offer or ways to work with you. We, uh, we have a ways to work highlight and we think it's so powerful because if somebody lands on our Instagram bio and they just want a really quick glimpse of what we do and what we offer, they can just flip through all of those highlights and the ways to work one and they'll get the quickest glimpse at what it is that we offer and what we do. Um, and this, it's just a great space and to highlight your, your best-selling products or, um, testimonials. It's really just a great space to have up top, um, to use strategically to help your business a little bit more or give your audience a little bit more of that context about what you do or what you offer. And client love or like, um, people using your products or things like that is also like just such a great highlight for people to browse through because that is what gets people to actually buy from you. People want to see that other people are loving it. So if you have that like right there underneath your profile description, someone can easily tap on it and browse that part of your business. Absolutely. And behind the scenes, because again, Abby has said this multiple times in this episode, but people like to buy from people and people like to see what it is that you are doing behind the scenes because obviously you're not a robot, you're a person too. And people like to see how they can resonate with you on just a human level. Yeah. If you're obsessed with plants, have a plant highlight. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I would watch that. Um, the next thing is the profile photo. So uh, if you aren't like a massive team or you um, are just kind of running the business by yourself or there's two of you or three of you, try to have that profile photo be a picture of you because again it, it's relatable people see your face people know who you are when they land on your page and again it just humanizes your brand a little bit more versus having that logo um 
it's just really that personality touch here. So we always urge people to have a photo of them or the business partners or the team if you can. We understand that this space is really, really tiny. But anytime that you can have um, somebody in that photo or the profile photo of you, uh, we strongly suggest that over just a logo. And then the last thing is cohesiveness. Um, so yes, that perfection really is gone, but your feed should still always draw them in and look like everything else that you put out into the world. So think of um, your website, your email newsletters, um, anything that you have printed, any collateral like that. If you have other social channels um, like Facebook, um, TikTok is a little bit of a, its own beast, not usually curated so much, but just making sure that it doesn't look completely different from any other way that they're going to find you online or out in the world. So really just creating that cohesiveness and keeping things consistent. I think this is the hardest part for branding experts too. Like oh, absolutely. <laughs> Courtney will ask me all the time like, oh, this is going to ruin our feed, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. I uh, at, the, at the event that we just recently um, went to, one of the things was you have to just start, you have to kind of just be messy. Like you don't have to look like you have your shit together all the time and be perfect. <laughs> and so we posted some photos from that event and I knew immediately I was like, this is not going to match our brand. But I was like, I have to I have to let it go. I have to let it go. We have to let people know what we're doing behind the scenes, what we're, you know, and I can't just not post it because it's going to wreck our grid. So right. you just got to get that mindset out. It's okay. Yep. It's going to be okay. Cohesiveness is different than perfection. Like that's another thing to think about is like, don't, yeah, perfection. If you're trying to get the perfect squarey grid like the old days you used to like people would have grids that like all connected like the organic shapes like connected from one to another like it was perfect like those days are gone <laughs> like that's gone right and I don't even know how people did that that, would, that hurts yeah. my brain a little bit even being a designer <laughs> yeah it's oh it's awful so like that that is gone but like the cohesiveness of like making sure that it looks like your brand like you should always ask yourself that question before you post everything is this me does that does this come off as me am I going to post it and someone be like who is this because then it's likely not right for you um so just keeping that in mind like if it's a slightly different color that's okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah so overall your instagram profile is basically your resume for the social media world so we really shouldn't forget that it's the very first connection you're gonna have with so many people and this is your opportunity to make them hit the follow button or to go to your website and actually interact with you you gain or you lose followers in this spot in this space and we're not saying that followers is the only thing that matters because we all know that it's not but it is a good way to make a first good first impression in the social world. So consider this your networking uh, overview for the digital age. So it's your opportunity to make it good. Um, be sure to peek at the show notes. We'll make sure all of these details and descriptions are in, in there for you guys to take and update your profiles today. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.